Hello, yes. you're on the air. What's your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Okay. <laughs> Some other guys got in before you, but all right. At least you got in. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight? Um, basically, that we see the Amunus Chachamim you have for uh, Tzaddik, and, and how he was davening, um, how also how when you, if you ask you want to become a, a millionaire, it's not going to happen that easy. If you ask like a modest person to to just say um, ask what you want, then you will probably get it. Very good. Don't ask more than what you need. Excellent, excellent. Okay, we have time for another one more phone call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Hello. Yes. Um, my name is Almi Hirsch. Okay, very good. Good to hear from you again. Okay, and um, what, what lesson you learned? I have many lessons. I'm going to say just a few. Good. Okay, so let's hear. Okay. You shouldn't kill. Right. You shouldn't steal. Right. You shouldn't. You should have a common. Right. And you should dive in with, with all your heart. You shouldn't just uh, dive in regular, just uh, say the words very quick. You should say it. With a lot of kavana. Well, word by word, clear with kavana. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Anything else? That was it? Okay. Thanks a um, lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Okay. I think that's okay. all Bye. the time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll see you all next week. Bye.
Hi, good evening, uh, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, and uh, Dr. Simcha is not here, but uh, we are here, still here, J-Root Radio, jrootradio.com, J-Root Radio Pro on the apps, and 718-506-9099, or 712-432-4217, and uh, Rabbi ETF, stay uh, a little bit longer with us. And you know what, kids and adults, you know, we're starting the year this, uh, this week or last week. And I, I, I got a lot of uh, phone calls from uh, per- kids, parents about, uh, you know, new school. Sometimes it's uh, I, uh, the first year in high school. Sometimes it's the first year in, in the school from pre-1A. And what happened in the, our schools in general, you know, what's going on, what going on in, in the schools. And uh, what is the message for our parents, our kids, and our teachers? You know, we had, uh, you know, usually we don't, uh, we, we don't hear the good things about the teachers that are trying to give, you know, the art and the soul about the kids and trying to teach. But we many times we hear that uh, some, someone that... He's not supposed to be a teacher in the in the in the I would have this frame or called school and can be affected a lot of souls, you know. The, and I, you know, you you Rabbi Aitzi, yes, you have been in the school uh, many yes, many yes. years, quite a number of years, and yes. uh, you know it doesn't matter which schools, what uh, you know. And I I, I face it uh, if it's in a public school. If it's in a Catholic school, if it's, uh, it's sometimes, sometimes in, in any profession, you know, yesterday, yesterday we spoke about it with Dr. Barav about that any profession is the some people that not belong to the profession. profession that, that's, that's true also. And, and basically misuse their authority. But we know as a teacher, it's, it's, it could be devastated. Right, but you know, as, as coming from both point of views, for example, as being a parent and being as a Rebbe also, I just want you to know, and, and also even teaching English at a time also, is that um, I get to see both sides. I get to see the parent side, I get to see the, the uh, Rebbe or the teacher side, and to a certain degree I also get to see the children's side, both as a child that uh, I was teaching and also as a child that is a child of a parent, you know, things like that. So I get to see all kinds of views. And it's very interesting 
what you're saying. Yes, there are Rebbeim, there are teachers, there are Moras that don't necessarily belong out there. But then again, there are also many that do belong there. And sometimes they get picked on uh, for the wrong things. Uh, the problem what I have seen, and what I think has a lot to do with it, is sometimes it has to do with relatives, some schools, some maestas, uh, maybe touching on hot water <laughs> territory, but some maestas do, uh, you know, they, they have it run by, uh, by relatives and things like that who may not really know much about the world of Chinuch, but they're there. And then sometimes there are people that, uh, you know, like let's say there's a rich person who is a big donor to a school, and um, they will suddenly, like they say in Yiddish, macht schweig, you know, you have to know when to be quiet. You know, like sometimes the school may have a policy, and uh, as a result of the policy, let's say they have a policy that if you're going on vacation and you take your child with you, with you during that vacation time, and when you go there, then if your kid comes back, he will be suspended during that time period because you took him away from school, and so on and so forth. But then all of a sudden, if rich man number A comes in and he takes out his child and then nothing happens, so it becomes sort of like almost like a galechta, like a little bit of a laughing case, because this one you do and this one you don't. So uh, what ends up happening is, believe it or not, in my personal opinion and from my observation, is that some of these children who get mixed emotions, mixed feelings, they end up, you know, like, uh, what kind of school is this? Oh, this, uh, this guy's supposed to be a rabbi. He's supposed to be a teacher. He's supposed to be a mentor. He's supposed to be a mora, and so on and so forth. Why are they acting this way? Oh, how come this one he's punishing and this one not? Yes, I did something wrong, but why am I getting punished? But he also did something wrong, or she also did something wrong. Why aren't they getting punished? So sometimes... Those are the problems. So, you know, technically speaking, going back for what you originally said, that sometimes there are moris, there's sometimes rebellion, or teachers that don't really belong there. But before such a decision is made, um, there's a lot of things that have to be taken into account. Sometimes kids could be very, very um, devious to a certain extent, and they could formulate that, oh, we don't like this teacher, oh, he's too strict for us, and so on and so forth. And they make a billboard to get rid of the teacher. And sometimes it works, you know, if kids are that, you know, uh, that smart enough to do it. And it does happen, but the fact of the matter is, is that every case should be judged individually. Just like Ramesha says, and Chazanish also says it, that before you decide to throw somebody out, let's say there's a kid who's a troublemaker and so on and so forth, or he's not learning well, and there's a big problem in the school, before you throw him out, you have to judge him like it would be a capital case, like he was a murderer. Judge him in such a case like that. So if he's really detrimental, that's the only way you can get him out and send him out. But like the Chazonish says, before you send him out, though, you have to make sure that you find a place for him. Okay, so, you know, there's a famous story about uh, Hafez Chaim, and I quote a few times about this story. The Hafez Chaim, he was peace peacemaker. You know, he would love peace, he was. But he refused to talk with one of the Melamdim in his town refused to talk for many, many years. And this Melamed come to him and begged him, tell me what I did wrong. And he told him, remember this kid, Laibale, this guy, this kid that you throw him out. You know? So he started getting, he was criminal, he was this, he was me, and he didn't want to learn, it was an obstacle for all the kids. And he told him, you know what happened to these kids? He became Leib Trotsky. He became a murderer. He murdered so many people. He did so tremendous, you know, for against the Judaism, against the human, you know, humanity. It's right, only, right. only because, you know, he didn't. Nobody forced you to keep him in your class, but at least, as you say, find a place for him. Don't throw the kids to the street. But you know we are we are moving now a little bit to the topic a topic yeah. that kids at risk yeah, yeah, yeah. that is not not well, uh, not yeah, right yeah. now I would I would love to get you know because you know sometimes sometimes you know it's why I'm I start this um, idea because last week my daughter came to me with a story and she read it in a kids talk you know you know these books Chaim Walker yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes 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 I'm familiar with them and yeah. she was very shaking you know she, the story about a girl that in the fifth grade she, she didn't she didn't have any friends in the class and she approached the teacher and asked the teacher please can you ask the girls to be my friend or you know 
And this teacher was, uh, I don't know, I, I cannot call her teacher because really it was unbelievable act what she did. And she stood up in front of the class and said, who want to be uh, friends for this girl? And nobody raises hand and the opposite, some girl get up, we don't want to be friends of her. So the teacher said, again, this person said, you know, you see, you have to ask yourself why nobody want to inf- want front to be of everybody and friends. Right. You know, this girl carried this for many, many years. She wrote this this this, this story. She wrote it when she already was right, adult, right, and right. Uh, she overcome this uh, trauma. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that we, as 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 a human, sometimes we are basically stamping somebody else or murdering another person because we're thinking that we are smart. Or, or, or let's let's say that less sensitivity to the environment, and we, especially with the Jewish people, I'm not talking about the other school, but the right. Jewish people has to be considered that please, this is my calling to the teachers, the dealing with kids, because we don't know what will be with these kids, we don't know what will be with this girl. She become a mom, and if she will overcome this insulting and you know rejection you know that the word right, rejection right. this is disaster this is for anyone of us i don't think any any person in the world can survive rejection you know no 100% and no, nobody can know, no, nobody can and i'm telling you from zero age to 120 everyone need love and attention caring about other people if we can show what is all about caring love and we are mechoyavim it's our obligation to ourselves 100% I agree with that 100% but I also feel that people have to be held accountable you see sometimes you know I bump into children or I hate to say it because well, you don't want to really touch the teens at risk but I want to just touch a small part just to understand why I was reaching that way is I met someone and uh He hated his Rosh Hashiva, and why? Because he kicked him out of the yeshiva. And the thing that he did wrong that he described to me deserved a punishment of some sort, but it certainly did not deserve to be thrown out of the yeshiva. But the Rosh Hashiva felt, well, you know, uh, I got to make a carbon, so this way no one else will do it. Now, I know it doesn't deserve to be thrown out of the yeshiva, but if I stop this problem now and I throw him out, then they'll realize not to do this. And so, but why did they pick him in particular? Why did they pick this one out of all the others? Because he had no money. He was not a full okay, paying. Uh, leave, leave, yeah, uh, look, uh, okay, we <laughs> yeah. don't touch. We don't, I don't want, chas v'chalila, I don't want to talk about, uh, especially Rosh Hashiva, I don't talk about right, this. Right, right, I'm right. looking about, you know what, objective about teachers and menalim. It had nothing to do with, with Jewish schools, but now we, as, as we, as a Jewish people, right. we have the obligation to love each other oh, and to be, sen- to be sensitive about it. You know, uh, it's every place, every place we have, uh, you know, as, as you said, uh, we can find a lot of reasons not to like other people and... But right, as, right. as adults, no, but, but, as adult, right. as adults, we have to to right. face it. So, now, now, one one second, yes, one second. Yes. Is you talking about these kids that get be as a korban? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, this this is not supposed to be in a joy in and and any school beside right. beside this because right. it, right. we're not talking about here and on an animals a sheep a goat that they become. We are talking talking about human being that we get insulted and rejected from the system. This this. Rejected person can be Manson next year, right, you know, right, right, and it right, could be right. it could be other other uh, other murderer or other person that can be checked out his you know is a uh, uh, with a frustration right about well, the that, society. That's why I was trying to lead up to the fact is because of these situations is that Rabbeim Morris teachers. Just like uh, they have a Chosn Kala class, they should have a sensitivity class for Rabbeim. Uh, that's what I'm saying okay. is because their, their approach is, you know, like, you know, it's true that, um, you know, even let's say a person who's a magician and he calls up somebody from the audience, he tries to pick somebody who knows that he's going to think is going to be a good sport. And he's, you know, even if he does something funny with him, you know, he's going to be a good sport about it. He's not going to pick somebody that's going to suddenly start crying or something of that nature. So the same thing, if, if, if it comes to the point that a Russian feels he has to make a carbon, 
okay, and besides the fact that he should definitely make sure he has a place for the other person, but what I'm saying is that he should make sure uh, that wh- who was he picking? Is he what's his cheshboyness? Is he picking him, or is he a person that's resilient or not resilient? You see, because that's what I'm saying. Because what they do has an effect. You understand? It's like I I don't know. We are like you probably heard of Doctor Sarno and everything like this. I was in a spoil. I went once to a Doctor Sarno session that uh, Rabelia Katz gives in Borough Park, and that was very in a spoil when a lady got up and said that she had an eight-year-old boy that from eight years old until fourteen became sensitive and became intolerant to milk and had an allergy and couldn't drink anything with dairy products and everything like this. And, of course, in the Sarno method, it talks about a lot of these things are in your mind. It's psychosomatic and so on and so forth. And um, she came to several sessions. She brought her son and so on and so forth. And the mythology also rings in that you have to feel back, not just today, but in your past, and find out what bothers you. It turned out that this kid really never was allergic but this intolerance came simply because he had a problem with a Rebbe. And, and, oh, with and, a teacher. And, right, with a teacher, Rebbe, whatever it is, and it, it took the thing, all right? But so what I'm saying is like this. In the world of teaching, in the world of schooling, there are teachers that could be good, there are teachers that could be bad. There are students that be good, there are students that could be bad. There are parents that are very cooperative, and there are parents that are not cooperative. What I'm trying to say is that there has to be a mutual thing to bring everybody together on a sensitivity level that people should understand each other to a certain degree. Because there are many teachers, there are many rebellion out there that have no sensitivity to a child. Sometimes they come in, if they had a bad day, they'll take it out on the children. They will do that. And then sometimes a child can act in a certain way uh, because something happened in the home. And, you know, they don't know. You know, so, uh, so I'm saying it's like, it's a cycle, really. It's really a cycle. You understand? If you ask one kid, you know, like, do you enjoy school? Uh, not really. And then, you know, he says, what's wrong with school? And then the next thing you know, he's really talking positive about the school. So where was the negative? You know, because he hears other people talking. Understand? So it's like they say, if, if a rov paskins something and the parents don't like it, and they're talking about the rov in front of the children, so the children lose respect for the rov. You understand? So same thing with teachers and rebellion. If parents are not careful the way they speak about their teacher or the rebbe, like if a kid complains, every complaint, I hold this very strongly, every complaint that a child has about a teacher, rebbe, whatever it is, should be heard for sure. The only thing is that, you know, let's say when a parent hears it, they shouldn't say, ah, such a teacher like that shouldn't be a Rebbe, shouldn't be a teacher, shouldn't be a mora. They shouldn't be doing that. They should hear the child, and then they should sit down or call on the phone and speak with the Manayal, or even first with the mora or the Rebbe and see. And if they don't get anywhere of that, then they go to the next step, speak with the Manayal, and so on and so forth. But they shouldn't, you know, like have their negative feelings come out to the children. Okay, so now, so we we're now giving some ideas to the parents. That's what uh, my my aim now in this uh, show. I know right. that Doctor Simcha is not here, but my aim is the show to give some uh, tips to parents, teacher, and kids. For example, you know what? For example, we don't know what happened to the kids during the summer. Right. Most of the kids, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the kids, was enjoying the summer. Uh, and the coming, they already was uh, uh, saturated with, with fun and they really want to go in school. Right. But we have the small, tiny percent of kids that eat something in the summer. You know, something happened to them in the camp, something happened to them in, in, in the house, something. You know, you, we don't know. Uh, some traumatic event that them, happened to them. And they come to the school right now with a load on their chest or load on their back. And now... What happened now? The teacher that is could be not sensitive can accelerate this issue and basically tear apart this kid. Right, right, right. And the other end, if the teacher can be sensitive and feel what something happened, he can lift up this kid and like every, everything in life, you know, everything in life. And now the teach now the parents from the parent side. When you see that kids is don't want to get up in the morning, for example, right. and you know you is sleeping and all this stuff, mm-hmm. you have to ask question. You know, approach the teacher. 
one thing that I'm asking, begging from our teachers, from all this, you know, if parents come to you with a sincere idea about this child, don't spread it around and don't tag this boy or girl because the parents were sincere and was trusting you to tell that she has or he has some problem. And now you as a teacher, you already tagged this boy or girl and said, okay, his, neighbor, his, his parents say that he has a problem this and take it to the, to the negativity, you know? Right, this has right, right. happened a lot, I know that in the, in, the, in the rooms of the teachers, they're talking, oh, you know, these parents talking about, beside that, talking about the Lashon Ara, beside that, we're talking about it, that please, please be sincere, and parents, if you have something that, that you feel the teacher can help you, you have to talk with the teacher, but be sincere, and tell the teacher all the following stuff, that don't, Continue because some teacher, unfortunately, right, right. So, you, so you know, you know the point. Right, you understand yeah. exactly so ba the point. Basically, you're saying what I was going to suggest also, anyways, is communication is very important, good communication, and to remember when you're solving a problem that deals with the child, the parents and the teachers and you know, Ramores, Rabeim, they all have to recognize they're all on the same side. See, if, if, let's say, either the parent or the Rebbe starts talking in a negative force, then, you know, like, let's say, the marshal, if, if, let's say, a parent came to a Rebbe and said, you know, my son says that you do this and this and you're picking on my son. If they come with such an attitude, obviously, <laughs> the Rebbe already says, oh, this is the parent I'm dealing with, they're not going to want to talk to you either. You know what I'm saying? But if a parent comes over to a Rebbe and says, uh, Excuse me, do you have a few moments? You know, can I talk to you? Uh, you know, my son had a complaint, and I, I would like to share with you. I mean, I wasn't there in the classroom. I'm not around. But this is what my son says. Can you please elaborate and tell me what really happened over there? So this way, the Rebbe sees that you have a parent that cares, does communicate with the child, which will already help the Rebbe realize he can't do, or the mora or is, that he can't do whatever he wants in the classroom because... There's a human tape, tape recorder over there that's recording everything and telling it over. And then when he sees the parent comes nicely, you know, he's, he's in a predicament. So that's what has to be. Now, if there is a problem, now this is what I always held, and because I did this when I was a Rebbe, I always believed that if a Rebbe, a Mora, a teacher, finds that he did something wrong, there is absolutely nothing wrong to admit that you are a human being and you can make a mistake. And there's nothing wrong with a mora, a rebbe, or even a parent apologizing to their child. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Okay, That's a, a very important plus. Another thing is to encourage children to talk and communicate. And never put down even the slightest problem that a child brings up. Because sometimes a child brings up a problem and a parent, because they had a, a rough day in work or whatever it is, you know, the cleaning lady didn't show up or whatever, so not in a good mood. Is it that you call a problem? It's an Irish guy. What's my name? You're not an Irish guy. That's not true. It's not an Irish guy. I mean, think for a moment. One kid has 101 pencils, and he's not short on a pencil, but he's not in the same classroom as this one kid who's taking a test, and he needs a number two pencil to fill in the circles over there and doesn't have one, and no one else has one to lend. To him, missing a pencil is a big catastrophe. So, you know, when a parent or, or, or any you know, person involved in the Chinech world, whatever it is, just thinks for a moment that whatever a kid says, it's a Narish guy, it shouldn't be. Because if they think for a moment that you're putting down a, a, any kind of question that you think is an Irish guy, but they didn't think is an Irish guy, when they really, really have a problem, they're not going to communicate with you. You know, that uh, again, with sometimes, even as a parent, as a parent, as, as, uh, as a lot of, uh, you know, we feel that, uh, oh, why are, you, why are you crying? Why are you whamming? You know, this is something that, uh, I, and we, we forget that uh, the kids uh, has, has a lot of feeling. Right, and 100%. in their moment, in this moment right now, it's all the world against us, you know? And they don't, and it's tough. I'm telling you as a parent, it's tough. I'm not a teacher. I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not imagining that I can be a teacher because I'm, my temper and my, you know, all this right, kind right, of activity right. that I'm doing. But I know that uh, I'm trying to be sensitive to the, the environment, I'm trying to be, 
you know, listening to my to my children, to other children. You know, this is this is the most important to listen. And uh, the, uh, as we say, the Jewish station that listen to you, right? Right, right. That's <laughs> you know, correct. This, this that is, is correct. That, but, that is a hundred percent correct. But listening also has another part. You know, uh, if a child tells over their problems that they have, and they get the feeling somebody's listening, but they're not trying to do anything. That, does, that also becomes a problem because you don't want to create a, a situation where a child comes and says, why should I tell my father? Why should I tell my mother? Why should I tell my Rebbe? Why should I tell my Mora? Why should I tell them anything? Because I tell them and they don't do anything. Yeah. You understand? It's, it's, it's like, imagine for a moment a child comes up and says, oh, Shlaimi hit me or Sarala punched me, you know, whatever it is. And the Mora just says or the Rebbe says or the teacher says, uh, so stay away from them. You know? That's okay. But uh, what, what it could be dangerous because it, it's your fault. Why they eat you? Because it's your fault. And this is disaster. Uh, uh, so, so one of the things that I had when I was a Rebbe teacher, so what I did was I listened to what each one said. And then I took the extra time to, uh, to call out people privately, whoever was nearby and saw what happened, and I heard what they had to say. And I put a lot of effort into that so they get to realize that I really come to the bottom line of the situation. I don't just hear it and just don't say, okay, don't do this or, or stay away from it. I, I listen to them and I try to make a shalom, you know. Rabbi, uh, let's, let, maybe, maybe, I don't know if some kids want to talk about some uh, issue in their class and uh, I know that I'm not uh, Simcha Cohen, Dr. Simcha Cohen. And uh, maybe they, they said just give us some light and yeah. otherwise uh, we, uh, we will continue the you know what, so the music a little bit, so uh, let's see if, uh, if somebody calling us uh, mm. or texting us, let's see. Otherwise, I, I know that uh, really I'm, uh, I'm sorry that uh, Dr. Simha couldn't come today. I know that when he come, the phone, like you in your show, the phone was <laughs> right, right, uh, right. unbelievable, uh, full up, you know. Mm. And right now it uh, seems like I don't think it's uh, shocked what we spoke. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the, know, it could be. And the parents. I mean, I, I, we definitely touch, you know, some parts that might be, you know, like hot water stuff or something like that. But they are things that, you know, uh, the chinuch world is very complicated. It's not so simple, you know. It's like uh, a child is, uh, I'll never forget, there was a kid that, a parent called me up once and told me that uh, a child is afraid to come to school. And, uh, you know, I tried to talk to the child and the child wouldn't speak. And he wouldn't want to say anything. And he was just like sad, sad, sad. And, you know, until finally I decided, you know what? There's nothing going on in the classroom. There's nothing going on by the Morris class because I asked the English teacher. There's nothing going on. So I had a feeling something happened on the bus. And I found out from speaking to some kids on the bus, I found out that they were arranging on the bus, you know, a school bus ride <laughs> could be a long ride home. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're five minutes away, but it could be an hour for some kids. And what ended up happening, it was, it was like in the spoil, they were arranging like uh, fighting matches <laughs> between the kids. And uh, this kid, even though it was play fights, but sometimes even play fights, you know, unsupervised, definitely people get hurt. And he was starting to get hurt. And he didn't like it. So he wanted to get the situation and he wanted to stop, you know, doing these play fights. And uh, the person that was in charge threatened that he's going to get his older brother to beat him up if he doesn't continue. So that's where he had the pachat. So the pachat wasn't the actual classroom. The pachat turned out it was the bus. Understand? So that's why to get a kid to communicate is very important. And not to leave that the kid should feel for even a moment that, you know, like if I'm going to say something, I'm going to be the one that's in trouble. A kid should feel confident that he could speak to an adult and, and say what's on their mind, you know, and and feel that they're going to get results. And it doesn't mean that every problem that a kid has can be resolved. I tell you, uh, from our experience, what happened, and I'm, I'm telling you, uh, my friends, I don't want to say mention near names. Uh, you know, the kid, the kid, one of the kids went and tried to help another kid by, you know, ask the teacher, uh, how to help this uh, the kids, you know, because he's, he's going to, uh, she is going out of the day and going up, you know, and something wrong with this. And what happened? The smart teacher went and straight ahead to this um, kids, and she told she told her oh, all this story, right? 
And in the end, this girl become the victim because she was snitching at me, you're snitching on this, and all the, the, the girls in the, in the class was boycotting her. And, you know, this is thing that we have to, as, as, as educator, have to think right, right. 100 times before any action and you could, this teacher could solve the problem and help because this girl wanted to sincere to help her friend. She wanted to help her friend because she was sore that going down. But it's it's involved, as you said, involved right, with, involved with, with a who is this girl belong, what kind of parents, and all this stuff. In the end, this, this girl that need help stay in school because she had a nice group, uh, a group around her, uh, around her, but she didn't get the help that she needed. Right, right. You know, she continued. That's why she, one, of, one of the things I would suggest is to have workshops, you know, even, even monthly workshops or every other month or something, you know, where such scenarios can be, you know, dealt with and talked about and, and follow through, you know, and then, you know, because, you know, for example, um, most uh, people in the world of Chinuch don't know first aid. What happens if somebody cuts their arm or something like that? They get a cut. You know, uh, just, many of them don't even know to hold up the arm and put the pressure on. Simple basic first aid and things like this, they don't even know. So just like, you know, they should learn things like that, but they also learn, how you know, like, not just how to give a shear or how to teach a math lesson. They should mamish learn how to understand children the way they think. Yes, uh, that's okay. So we we agree about 100% what we're thinking. Hopefully that uh, we can, you know, influence on 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 upon ourselves and doing what we are talking about. It, you know, it's not it's easy to talk, it's easy to say, right, right. It's not easy to 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 do it, right? To because do it. it's a, to break habits is a <laughs> yeah. very, so very I, I and I know as you said before, I know that many many uh, educator teachers. Sometimes, like all like all human, as as good day, bad day, you know. Sometimes fighting, uh, you know, is something argument argument in the house, finance problem. It's not easy. It's not easy. And right. I, I I said, you know, I'm talking about my con- my my company, my my uh, profession. For example, I'm building houses. Yeah. Right. Right. And. Uh, you yes you have you have a, and I see other I see other contractor I see other plumber I see other electrician that I would be working and you know that when you're doing something that saving money you know don't do the right way this can be affect the all you know all the years can be dangerous can cause fire for example if you're doing the right, the wrong time the wrong electricity right, right. if you're doing the wrong plumbing. If you're doing the wrong structure, the house can, can be collapsed, can be a disaster to the people that live inside. Uh, can cost a lot of money uh, to fix later. It costs a lot of money to, to run the operate the house. Because, because you are betrayed your profession. Right, right. You're, you're, you're basically, you're, 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 in the minute that you're doing something like this, you are... No, you can say that nasata venatata beemuna, it's not existing by you, and this this is talking about we we thinking about nasata venatata beemuna. How do how you do uh, translate this to English? Yeah, to to give over with with, with real truth. Uh, you know, this is the first question that come to the after 120 years. Uh, right, today, right. you know, uh, so you, say, yeah, you have to manage, be honest. Which is yeah, not, yeah. So you have to be honest think, with right, yourself right. with all this. Right. And uh, it's not when we have the tendency to to think about that this is only with business. Right. But it's not no, in no, business. No, no. It's, it's everything. everything. It's mean if you are uh, if you are a doctor. If you are a dentist and you are make cavity because the, to a teeth that don't need the cavity, and right, I saw right, this kind of, right. it's mean it's not nasata vematata If you are a therapist and you just to take this uh, uh, patients to to grab another another session and another session and another session, it's it's not nasata vematata bemuna. If you right. fix. Uh, appliances, and you come to the lady, and only cable is loose over there, and you tell her that you that uh, that, that you have to change all the compressor over there. 
So this is Nasata Vanatata Muna. If you're a teacher that you don't do your fulfilled job and you insult your kids or, or you, you mistreat the classroom, wrongly you know right, this right. is the things that we're we talking that, about that's, we why, don't, we that's why one of the things that Mahana uh, should do is you know they should picture when they're you know like when you're saying they're like the, the mores or whatever it is that did something insensitive about the girl uh, what they can do is simply before they make their judgment or make their statements they should think first and picture themselves on the other side they should picture that they're the students and see how they would feel if they would learn to feel how the kid would feel they would approach it a lot different because they wouldn't want that to happen to themselves that's exactly what is bullying about that a lot of a lot of us are bullying and because we don't understand what you don't feel what the other side and I always said that I'm trying to look at the mirror all the time about my behave and what I would say what today I look at about Gdolim, the Chachamim, right. how they would behave, how they react, you know, with the small, small stuff. Uh, There's so many stories, so many examples how to, to look at the life differently. You know, if you read, we read stories uh, about Rabbi uh, Moshe Feinstein, and I want to say now here and this day that we lost this week a very, very dear friend, dear rabbi, huge, huge rabbi, Talmit Chacham Anak. It's Rabbi Shlomo Perl. Zechat Sadeh Vekadosh Rabbi Shlomo Perl, what? Yeah, Sunday, Niftar, Biniftar. And really, it's a very painful because I knew him, I knew personally with, you know, I, I spoke, I was to, to talk with him. Such honest, such, you know, right. like it, you know, is... All his act was Lashem Shamaim, and hundred times he used to before he's doing an act was check it backward, forward. What is would affect? You know what is what can be affected here and all this stuff. And I'm telling you, the, first of all, that the, all this week we are putting his, his show him in the radio and uh, and to to give chizuk to the families because it's really devastating. You know, he's, he was uh, so close to his children, so close to his grandchildren. Yes, I know. And, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 it's, you know, and what I, I loved about him that he was so honest, so straight ahead, and he didn't get a penny from the Rabbanot. Nothing. Right, right, right. And he also, he also, he also uh, one of his miles all that he had was he never looked at himself as anything special. And you know what? And not only this, he was teacher in a public school for 25 years. That's mm-hmm. how he make his living. Right. He, you know, he didn't believe in that, uh, doing the, uh, the Rabbanot, the, that, uh, like, what do you call it? Kardom uh, Lachfobo. That he didn't, he, like he, he didn't, he didn't abuse this. Right. He didn't use the power of Torah ex- to, to to benefit him. Exactly, yeah. and it was very simple. I'm telling you, uh, uh, this is the man. This is Rabbi that I look always upon him. You know, and hopefully he's looking upon us now and pray for us to be mechazek on us and mechazek our children, because I'm telling you what I saw. With, he did with so many kids, so many kids that come with him with question, yeah. uh, unbelievable question, and he gave them the truth, but only the truth. And it's many times, many times it was against, I would say, the 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 general idea of of the teachers and the general idea of the classroom and general idea of the institute. It was just sharp. And it was, and I I know that he, he told his, his children, for example, go learn profession, go to, you know, uh, be independent, don't depend on on the on the right, only right. things you know that. Mm-hmm. And this is for me a role model, and I'm telling you that this is one thing that I'm I'm trying to learn from this kind of behavior from other chachamim, other 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 gdolim. Uh, you know, they, they, they never, never, never make fun 
of the small people or so-called small people right, and they right. can they, they always find place and time to listen to react to uh, to think to help other people even they didn't have any any benefits from this and uh, definitely not the money money of that because today as you know we have the, the we call it the, the Baba industry you know what I meaning? The Baba industry. Okay, explain it. <laughs> okay, the Baba industry is like they 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 bringing you like uh, somebody that is chashuv, and you pay him uh, a certain amount of money and give you blessing and give you kamea uh, or giving you some idea. But if before, if if you don't have the money, uh, unfortunately, they they don't. Uh, they don't give you the blessing. They don't give you you know, and uh, it's really it's really something that. Uh, very upsetting about it and um I'm, I'm i'm working uh we, we 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 fortunately and unfortunately i know both sides and many times many times people approach me and think i it's not that i don't believe in blessing of uh, tzaddikim yes they have the power to bless you they have the power the power to give you but in the minute they misuse this kind of power, right? And right, sometimes right. they have a lot of, I would say, chatserot. You know what is a code? Yeah, the code. Yeah, that they don't know even that they control by some kechazi. You know, some uh, people that. Some, Man, some people that are within their courts that should have been uh, exactly honest, but they're not. Exactly. Exactly. So. I, I'm, you know, this is one thing that really uh, it's happened. It's happened all over. It's a human nature. But Be'ezad Hashem, we will be, you know, be busy to to see Mashiach this year. Uh, you know, the Dashana as this year even. You know, uh, before uh, and we said Tavshinayin Dalit is Tibane Shenit Ir David, and hopefully that uh, will be this the opening of uh, the Geula for next year. The Tavshinayin A. And I, I want to tell you, I saw, I saw a, a video now that I, I don't know if you heard it. That, that they have a, in a, many places in the world different sound, sound like the shofar. Nobody knows where is it come from. Did you ever heard about it? What that the sounds of shofars make different sounds in different places? No, 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 no. It's 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 very strange. I'm to, I, 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 you know, it's a very very strange because. Uh, Okay, I'll, 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 let's let's see if, if let's 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 uh, I'll put it I'll try to put it on on the on air. Talking about the sounds of the shofar itself. <laughs> People around the world and here at home have reported hearing some bizarre noises. Some strange noises heard around the world the last few weeks has uh, people buzzing, especially on YouTube. Clips posted from Arizona to England and right next door in Manitoba, all showing folks alarmed by what sounds like a noise straight out of a science fiction flick. They've happened here and across the country. Mysterious booming noises that for the most part have gone unexplained. No one seems to know what is causing these weird Booms. Not police, not scientists, not even the military. This is the guy that uh, from Israel that basically. Is... בואו נשמע את הקולות האלה מכל רחבי העולם, באמת דבר מדהים ששווה להעלות ושווה בדיקה, כי הקולות האלה עושים משהו בלב. from another place in the world.
<laughs> very interesting. Very, very interesting. You know, just, uh, it's amazing. I, I got it now, that this clip, I got it. And uh, it's what is interesting that today... Uh, it's not a hoax or anything? No, uh, right now, no, it doesn't. It's, it seems like from different, different uh, stations in all over the world. Report this. And they said it in the Gemara that in the, the six thousand, the six year, Bashanashi sheet and the six year of the thousand, the, the sixth uh, the century, right, will be a, a, color, a sound all over. Geologists say it's not in the ground. The Air Force says it's not in the air. The astronomers say it's not from space. So we're running out of options. Okay, this is uh, now with from uh, this is from Israel, and uh, they saying that uh, the the girl. Shema Israel. The one girl that's from Israel just heard this noise and just said Shema Israel, and um, in the Sanhedrin they said, "Bezmanagula in the redemption year, the six years, it will be sound, and the seven years it will be the redemption." So this is, it's really, uh, it's amazing, you know? It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. If this is all true, not uh, a hoax, it's, it's very interesting. Okay, so this is, this is really uh, <laughs> something uh, yeah. that I, I'm, I'm looking uh, really for, uh, forward. And to see, Be'ezad Hashem, I'm a believer that every moment, every moment we have the gula, the, you know, the, the puzzles around us, it's so, so closing, you know? It definitely so, is, definitely is. Well, this, so, okay. this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah, this is the, the uh, five. I, I would say five minutes before before the show, I, I got it. It's, wow. Uh, and uh, so, okay, so bye bye. Yes. Oh, the time is done. <laughs> already done. Yes, it's yes. eight fifty three, and uh, you know, let's uh, leave a little bit um, corner for music. And uh, we, Be'ezot Hashem, we'll see you next week. Uh, yes, Be'ezot Hashem. And to all the parents and all the mechanchem out yes. there, communicate Be'amuna. Yes, and also, very, very important that, uh, you know, amistic and trust, trust your kids, trust our kids, and believe in them. And, that and, and even, be, even before they put themselves to, like, let's say, to come down on a child, Put yourself in their place and pretend you're the one that's getting berated and see how you would feel. And you know what? Unfortunately, not all of us has the ability to feel it. And not all of us has the, you know, bad experience in life, you know? Yeah, well, that, that's uh, why uh, it goes uh, back to what I said, that there should be a, a sensitivity workshop. So, yeah, I, the, this is very important. So, Bezot Hashem, we hear Bezot Ovot and all the kids. That uh, uh, disappointing that Simcha Cohen is not here. I'm apologize. Bezat Hashem, next week he will be here and give a, a better, better show. Uh, and will listen. He will listen to you also. What uh, we didn't do this this week, and uh, you know, have, have a beautiful uh, learning here and try to get grab as much as possible learning. And also the, the, the teacher, uh, the teacher, we said, Mikol Melamda is Kalti. And uh, we know that the Pungimara, that Rabbi Yochanan said that he learned from his friend, but most of all, he learned from his students. Right, right. So we have to learn a lot. And I'm telling you, I learned from my children a lot. So Bezal Hashem will try to be better Jewish. And let's continue listening to jrootradio.com.